Hi, my name is Dallas Grimes, and welcome to the Talk Lines Politics Podcast. This podcast will provide an in-depth analysis of Senate and House elections in 2022 and the Senate, House, and Presidential elections in 2024. Today we will focus on the 2022 Senate elections. We will take a look at the states that have Senate elections next year. Then we will rate each state based on competitiveness. We will look at the details for the candidates that are formally running and potential candidates in each race. So the first state we will look at is Alabama. The current senator of Alabama is Richard Shelby. He was elected in 1986 and is still currently serving. Um, he's unknown on whether he will run again, but an announcement is expected anytime soon. Um, it's a heavily Republican state, so I do not see it flipping in the near future or past that. It's a very Republican and conservative state. The next state we will look at is Alaska. Now, what's different about Alaska is the senator is Lisa Murkowski, and she's a very moderate senator. And so she can appeal to both Republicans and independents, which will win her the majority of the vote in Alaska. But they have a new voting mechanism in Alaska that is called ranked choice voting, which you select your first, second, and third choice candidates. And if your first choice candidates not make it to, to the next round, then they choose your second choice. And much there's a lot of Democrats that would rather vote for Lisa Murkowski as opposed to a more conservative Trump-like Republican. So I see that going to Lisa Murkowski, and she is running again. So I do see her um, still holding on to that Senate seat. Um, the next state we have is Arizona. The current senator of Arizona is Mark Kelly. He won the election in 2020, and he's serving out um, the late Senator John McCain's term before he died. Um, he is running. Um, I see it as more of a Democratic-leaning state just because the Arizona GOP has distanced themselves from the more modern Republican Party. Um, they've also embraced Trump-like policies and Trump-like rhetoric. So I don't see that helping them in any ways, especially with moderates and independents. So I do expect Mark Kelly to win a very close race there. And the next state is Arkansas. The current senator of Arkansas is John Bozeman. He was elected in 2010. Um, he is running for re-election. Um, there is a Democrat, Dan Whitfield, who is running, but I do not see him having any chance in Arkansas, just, again, because it's a very Republican state. And so we're going to move on to California next. California, this is the seat of Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, she gave up the seat um, because obviously, obviously she became president. Um, her replacement was Alex Padilla. Uh, he was the Secretary of State of California before he was elected to, or appointed to the U.S. Senate. So this will be his first um, Senate race, actual Senate race. Um, there is another Democrat running against him, but I do not see him having much of a chance just because even though he hasn't even though Alex Padilla hasn't been an incumbent for a uh, for a long time, he still has the incumbent advantage, and there is usually no Republicans running for Senate in California just because it is such a Democratic state. So I do see him winning pretty easily in California. The next state is Colorado. The current Colorado senator is Michael Bennett. He was appointed in, tw in 2009, and he won his election in 2010. Um, he is currently running for re-election, and there is not a Republican running against him as of now. Um, Colorado has um, shifted more towards the Democrats lately, especially from 2016 to 2020. Um, Hillary Clinton won by about a few points, and uh, 
this last election, uh, Joe Biden won by about 10 points or 9 points, I think. So I see it as a safe Republican state, or a safe Democratic state, and I don't see much opposition to his candidacy. The next state we have is Connecticut. Um, the current Connecticut senator is Richard Blumenthal. He was he was elected in 2010. Um, he is running for re-election, and there is a Republican running against him, um, Robert Hyde. But again, um, Connecticut is a very Democratic state, so I do not see much opposition to Blumenthal winning re-election. So I expect him to win re-election very easily. So the next state that's very important is Florida. The current senator from Florida is Marco Rubio. He was elected in 2010. Um, he is running for re-election. Um, he has been kind of controversial with his comments about Trump, especially when he was running for office uh, for president in 2016. He often criticized the former president, um, but after he was um, pushed out of the race, he did embrace Trump as the nominee. And there, all, there also is a lot of candidates running. Um, there is one other Republican running, um, Jake Labriel. Um, I don't see him doing much just because Marco Rubio is a so well-established Republican in the state of Florida. Um, there is a there's a numerous number of Democrat candidates running. We have Edward Aboud, Chantel Bennett, Alan Ellison, Jake LaRose, and Joshua Wheel. And there's one independent candidate running, um, Carlos Barbarena. Now, what will be interesting is to see if one of the um, Trump children, especially Ivanka, if she runs for Senate in Florida, because it could um, strike a divide between a more moderate Republican base and a more Trump-like base, and to see who will get that primary um, selection to go into the general election, it would favor it would favor the Democrats if Ivanka won, just because um, her father has been so divisive on certain issues. So I feel like it would be easier for Democrats to frame her as um, her as using her dad's legacy. Um, so I do see, if Marco Rubio is um, nominated as the nominee, I do see him winning um, in a fairly close but fairly um, advantaged election for him. And the next state is Georgia. Um, so you would think that after after 2020, we would have two Georgia senators for six terms. Well, Kelly Leffler, she was just filling the term of a former senator. Um, so then they had a special election, which was in January the runoff election, and Raphael Warnock won that election. And so he won that special election in 2020, and so he will go on to um, be nominated for a six-year term in 2022. Um, I do see him as a special advantage just because um, he is the first black senator from the state of Georgia. And with the new South and with all those um, new establishment there, I do see um, him winning re-election very closely. Um, there's been some talk about Stacey Abrams possibly running for governor in, 22, in 2022 uh, for Georgia. And so I feel like if Stacey Abrams and Raphael Warnock were on the same ticket, it would boost African-American turnout and it would probably push him over the line. Uh, the next state um, is Hawaii. The current senator of Hawaii is Brian Schatz. Um, he was appointed in 2012 and then he had a special election in 2014, and he is running for re-election. Hawaii is a safe Democratic state, so I don't see much opposition, and there is currently no Republican running against him. Uh, the next state is Idaho. Um, the current senator from Idaho is Mike Crapo. He was um, elected in 1998. His um, intention is still unknown if he will run again, and there is no Democrat as of now running in that race.
The next state is Illinois. Uh, the current senator from Illinois up for re-election is Tammy Duckworth. She is an Iraq war veteran. She is a double amputee. Uh, she was elected in 2016. Her um her intention is unknown, but I do see her running for re-election. Uh, in the next state is is Indiana. The current senator of Indiana is Todd Young. He was elected in 2016. Um, his intention is unknown. And there is one other person running against him who is a Democrat. His name is Hanifa Abdul Khalik. Um, Indiana is a very Republican state, as of um, as case in point from Mike Pence being from Indiana. So I don't see much Democrat. I don't see a Democrat having much success in the state of Indiana, but we'll have to see. And the next state is Iowa. The current senator of Iowa is Chuck Grassley. He was elected in 1980. He's a very re senior Republican senator, so he is very up there in age. So I don't know if he will run for re-election or not. There has been some rumors going on that he wouldn't, which would open up the race more for Democrats. But there is currently no Democrat running, and his intention is unknown, so we'll just have to wait and see. But I do see that as a Republican state as of now. And the next state is Kansas. It's my home state. Jerry Moran is a Republican senator. He was elected in 2010. He is running for re-election, and there's currently no Democrat running for that seat. I don't see it having, I don't see Democrats having much impact on this race just because Kansas is such a Republican state, and he isn't very much of a divisive candidate. He's pretty even keel, um, even though he is very conservative. And the next state is Kentucky. The current senator from Kentucky is Rand Paul. He was elected in 2010. His intention is unknown, but I do see him um, running for re-election. There is currently no Democrat running against him, and I do see him e easily winning in the state of Kentucky. The next state is Louisiana. The current senator from Louisiana is John Kennedy. He is a Republican. He was a he was elected in 2016. His intention is unknown on whether he will run for re-election. I do see him running for re-election. And I don't see much opposition in terms of Democratic candidates. So I do see him winning easily in the state of Louisiana. And the next day is Maryland. The current senator of Maryland is Chris Van Hollen. He is a Democrat and he was elected in 2016. And he is running for re-election. And we do have some candidates running against him. And they're both Democrats. So we have Jaden Thomas Ferris. He is a Democrat. And Michelle Lawrence Smith, who's also Democrat. Republicans aren't very successful in Maryland for winning statewide races. The only exception mainly would be the go current governor of Maryland, Larry Hogan, who is a Republican governor. But I don't see much opposition in having Chris Van Hollen re-elected to the Senate. And so I do see him winning pretty easily in the state of Maryland. So the next state is Missouri. Um, I'm not so sure this will be a close race or not, just because the last time um, the current Senator Roy Blunt ran for elect ran for re-election in 2016, it was actually a lot closer than everybody thought, and he actually just barely squeaked by. So I'm not so sure on whether it will be close or not. I'm not expecting it to be close just because um, Missouri is such a Republican state, as is Kansas next to it. Um, he is running for re-election, and there is one Democrat running against him. His name is Tim Shepard. Um, I don't see much opposition to Roy Blunt as of now, but that could um, also change. The next state is Nevada. The current senator from Nevada is Catherine Cortez Masto. She was elected in 2016. Um, her intention is unknown on whether she will run for re-election, but she likely will 
Um, she's a kind of a rising star in the Democrat Party. She's uh, one of the lesser known um, names in the United States Senate, but she is very impactful on many ideas and legislation. Um, and there's currently no Republican running against her, so I do see her um, winning that state in 2022. The next state is New Hampshire. Um, the current senator from New Hampshire is Maggie Hassan. She's a Democrat. She was elected in 2016. Her She is running for re-election, and her opponent as of now is Don Bolduc. But what is very interesting is Chris Sununu, which is the current Republican governor of New Hampshire, has considered running for the U.S. Senate, um, but it's just a waiting game and to see if he runs. It would be a much tighter race if he ran because he has won a statewide race for governor. So it'd be interesting to see if he could win a statewide race for the United States Senate. So as of now, I say Maggie Hassan could squeak that one out in New Hampshire. The next state is New York. The current senator from New York is Chuck Schumer. He's a Democrat. He is the majority leader as of now, and he was elected in 1998. His intention is unknown, but he will definitely run for re-election. And there is one other Democrat and one Republican running against him. The Democrat's name is Khalid Salem, and the Republican is Antoine Tucker. And I don't see any of those. I don't see either of those candidates having much impact on the race. Um, so I see Chuck Schumer winning that winning that state very easily in 2022. The next state is North Carolina. Um, so the current senator of North Carolina is Richard Burr, and he is currently um, he's retiring at the end of this term, so he will not run for re-election. He was elected in 2004 and has served since. He is retiring, so that means there is a bunch of candidates in the race. There is two Republicans and two Democrats in the race as of now. The two Republicans are Renee Berghessa and Mark Walker. And the two Democrats in the race are Jeff Jackson and Erica Smith. Some people compare Jeff Jackson to the um, candidate for U.S. Senate for the other North Carolinian seat in, in 2020, um, Cal Cunningham, except... Um, I don't see him having as much um, scandals with Jeff Jackson. He is a um, prominent lawmaker when it comes to North Carolina politics. So I, I do see him coming out as the Democrat nominee. And um, what's interesting is Laura Trump, which is Eric Trump's wife, she may run for um, Senate in North Carolina. So it, will, so it will be interesting to see if she runs because she will definitely have an impact on the race just because of um, her last name and her connection to the former president of the United States. And so the next race, um, I so I consider that as a toss-up race just because he is retiring, so he there will be no incumbency advantage in that race. The next race that we're going to look at is North Dakota. The current senator of North Dakota is John Hoven. He is a Republican. He was elected in 2010. North Dakota is a very Republican state. His intention is unknown, um, but I don't see uh, I see him running for re-election, and I don't see any um, Democrat um, candidate that could challenge him at all in the state of North Dakota. Um, so the next state is Ohio. The current senator from Ohio is Rob Portman. He is a Republican. He was elected in 2010. He is retiring. He announced that last week, which was kind of um, shocking to most people. And so um, we have one Republican running as of now, Mark Paquita. And there has been some um, rumors going around that Tim Ryan, who was a Democrat um, representative in the House, he might run for the Senate seat. Um, and he would be a strong candidate for the Democrats, and so I do see it leaning Republican as of now. But if he does enter the if he does enter the race, and there is not a strong Republican candidate, I could see it being a toss up, and maybe even lean a Democrat. And the next state is Oklahoma. The current senator of Oklahoma is James Lankford. He is a Republican. He was elected in a special election in 2014, 
and his intention is unknown, but I don't see any Democrat running against him that could cause him any trouble in that state, so I do see him easily winning re-election. Next state is Oregon. The current senator of Oregon is Ron Wyden. He is a Democrat. He was elected in 1996. He is running for re-election, and there are two candidates running with him. We have Joe Ray Perkins, who is a Republican, and of course Ron Wyden, which makes that too. So it'd be Ron Wyden versus Joe Ray Perkins. But we could see other candidates jump in the race at any time. So I do see that as a heavily Democratic state. I don't see any um, Republican opposition that could beat him. The next state is Pennsylvania. The current senator is Pat Toomey. He is a Republican. He was elected in 2010, and he is retiring from the seat. So it definitely be a, a battleground seat to obtain for the Democrats come 2022. I do see this as the state that will most likely flip to the Democrats, just because um, of what we saw last year in the presidential election in terms of the um, votes in Pennsylvania. We have two Democrats running as of now and one Republican. We have Brandon Dean and John McGigan, who are both Democrats, and we have Everett Stern running as a Republican. Um, there has been some rumors saying that the lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania, John Festerman, might run for U.S. Senate, which he would be a strong candidate because he is the current lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania. So it'll be interesting to see who hops in that race and um, who can who can win that race and who can either flip the seat or keep it red. And so I see it as a very um, battleground state, and I can't pick either one um, to see who would win that. The next state is South Carolina. The current senator is Tim Scott. He is the only black Republican senator in the United States Senate. He was appointed in 2013 and was elected to official seat in 2014. Um, his intention is unknown. I do see him running for re-election, and there is no Democrat candidate running against him, and I do not see the Democrat having much of a chance in South Carolina. So I do see it as a Republican um, hold. Next state is South Dakota. The current senator is John Thune. He is a Republican. He was elected in 2004. His intention is unknown, um, but there also have been some rumors going around that he might retire just because he doesn't like the partisan bickering that goes back and forth. Um, he is very um, anti-Trump, but still Republican. Um, so it will be interesting to see if he will run again or he will just retire and let his seat... Um, or let the Republicans pick a more Trump-like Republican to run, um, which could cause some more trouble for the Senate GOP when it comes to um, re-electing a Republican to that seat. The next state is Utah. The current senator of Utah is Mike Lee. He's a Republican. He was elected in 2010. His intention is unknown. There are two candidates running against him, the two Democrat candidates. One is Alan Gines, and the other one is Austin Surley. I don't see Democrats um, having much of a chance in Utah. Um, it is a is, is a very Republican state. Um, Mitt Romney is also from Utah. He is a very anti-Trump Republican. Mike Lee is more of a Trump-like Republican, but doesn't fully embrace the Trump-like policies. Um, he is just a classic conservative, and I do see him winning easily in the state of Utah. Uh, the next state is Vermont. Um, the current senator from Vermont is Patrick Leahy. He is the current Senate pro temp of the Senate. Um, he was elected in 1974. His intention is unknown. Um, he is up there in age, so there are um, rumors going around that he might retire and give the seat up to a more younger Democrat in that state. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see, but I definitely see it as a Democrat stronghold when it comes to the election in 2022. And the second to last state is Washington. Uh, the current senator of Washington is Patty Murray. She was elected in 1992. Her intention is unknown. 
and I don't see any Republicans having much of a chance against her, and there is no Republican who has filed to run against her. Um, and so she would win that she would win that seat really easily in the state of Washington. And the last state is Wisconsin. Um, the current senator of Wisconsin is Ron Johnson. He was elected in 2010. His intention is unknown on whether to run again. Um, he said that he said a few years ago that he would retire at the end of this term, which is in 2022. But he has since walked that back, so we'll have to see if that comes to um, shape and see if he does retire or not. Um, if he does not, um, it will be tougher for Democrats to win there just because he is an incumbent. But if he does retire, it gives him a, it gives a wide open door to Democrats to take that seat. Um, and their ability to win a statewide race um, in Wisconsin as shown in the 2020 presidential elections. So that is the 2022 Senate elections and how they shape out. And thank you guys for listening.